This episode has strong language that's not suitable for all audiences. Listener discretion is advised. I woke up this morning. I didn't give a fuck. Took the first sip of my coffee. And I knew. I still didn't give a fuck. It's a beautiful morning. And guess what? I don't give a fuck. It was one of the worst performances I've seen in my life. I couldn't sleep last night because I felt this shit. that you're live from the Do-Rag Dungeon. I'm your host, That Boy Coop, back with another regular-ass episode of Carolina Kid Podcast Rewired. This episode is brought to you by Fingernail Dirt and Collard Green Pot Liquor. Subscribe to the Rash Intelligence anywhere podcasts are downloaded. Following the Rod and Karen Doctor, leave a nice five-star review on iTunes slash Apple Podcasts, and I'll read it on the show. Leave an email on carolinakidpodcastrewired at gmail.com. Also, leave me a voice message and donate on anchor.fm slash thatboycoop. That's Anchor.fm slash D A T B O Y C O O T. Sup, niggas? Um, so, so, updates. Because it's been for fucking ever. I could have dropped four episodes in the time that I've been missing. The time that I've been going, hell, I could have probably dropped about six. You know, um, but it's been a while. A lot of shit has happened this month and beyond that, right? I'm going to release more episodes, um, and there's a lot of shit that's happened, but right now, we're just going to have a regular episode, we ain't going to get too crazy about this, you know, we just, we're just going to have a regular ass episode, because I'm finally back, and I'm, 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 I'm around, I'm ready to, I'm ready to record again, um, so, let's go to our first story, because, <sighs> yeah, this happened a while ago, and I was I was dealing with some shit, um, a little bit. So I'm finally coming around to it. But let's talk about Kevin Samuels. Kevin Samuels is dead. That nigga dead. That nigga dead. I, I 57 years old. He died, man. The nigga is dead. Okay. Um, Kevin Samuels, famous for dishing out controversial dating. Um, advice on social media is dead. Sources have confirmed the TMC. Y'all like this ain't new. Like, yeah, I know, nigga, it was two weeks ago, but still, like, it took a while for that shit to be confirmed. But it becomes eerie when you like sit with it and live life for a little bit. <laughs> life says, "Hey, this is the weird shit," and I'm like, "Yeah, this is some weird ass shit." So the influencer and self-proclaimed image consultant, lifestyle coach, and dating expert died Thursday in Georgia. According to a police report obtained by TMZ EMS, 
uh, or TMZ, EMS was called to Kevin's home Thursday morning for a person injured and found Kevin unresponsive on the floor of his apartment. The police report states they talked to a woman who said they met Kevin Wednesday night and spent the night with him at his place in Atlanta. The woman, who is a nurse, said <laughs> she is a nurse. Um, said Kevin started to complain of chest pains on Thursday morning. She tried to help him. She told cops he fell on top of her. So she called 911 and requested a defibrillator from the front desk of the apartment complex. Interesting. According to the hospital report, Kevin was taken to Piedmont Hospital. Um, Kevin had a huge following on social media, including 1.4 million YouTube subscribers, and often stirred debate with his hot takes on dating and relationships. Recently, Kevin stoked controversy by saying unmarried women over 35 are left leftovers. Well, I'll be shit, really. Um, not ever going to be surprised of that shit, being he always said shit like that. And the clip's been making rounds on the internet. He's also been known to publicly embarrass both men and women seeking his dating advice. Kevin worked with Future earlier this year, asking the rapper dating questions for a trailer for Future's single, Worst Day. In the clip, Kevin asks Future how much money he spends on women. Kevin was 57. It says, rest in peace, but a person that is very close to me and I don't know, they might live in this household. <laughs> oh, she said, R.I.T., Rest in terror, and I am so done. <laughs> I am so done. I don't. I don't have nothing left. I my. I was trying to be diplomatic, and I was trying not to be an ass, and I was trying to be one of those people that was like respect the dead. And I'm like, there are people that are, you never know if this is really who they are, or if it's just a caricature that they're using. To make money off of a platform. Or they're just literally just being ain't shit niggas. Because they genuinely just ain't shit niggas. You know what I'm saying? Like, we may never know. All I know is... <sighs> the nigga died. That's all, <laughs> that's all I know, man. Y'all know at least how I feel about things on this show, right? So, people like Kevin Samuels... Are not necessarily people that we celebrate in any type of light. They're people that are literally considered to be on the wrong side of history all the time. But the, but the plot thickens because me and my girlfriend, of course, <laughs> me and my girl, literally watched an episode of Atlanta post Kevin Samuel's death. And guess who was in it? Kevin Samuels, <laughs> rich wigger, poor wigger. And I hate it because he actually did a good job with his role. And that made me go like, man, this is some shit. <laughs> this is some. It, it's like Atlanta just likes to weave the weirdness unintentionally sometimes. It's like they're just caught in it sometimes. Like they're already a weird show, but shit just happens unintentionally. And it's even weirder. 
Um, so yeah, that nigga, um, that nigga gone, bro. He he ain't here no more. Um, yeah, that that's a thing. <laughs> I'm so fucking terrible, bro. But um, on to the next story because I can't stay. I can't stay there. Uh, I gotta go. I gotta go because I'm gonna say something real bad. I gotta go. The tragic tomfoolery of Christian Obumselli. Now, y'all niggas probably know about this story, but I ain't talked about it yet. It's a story that happened like weeks ago. But, um, yeah, courtesy of Black Enterprise, I just want to bring this shit up because it kind of just. It, it's a similar situation, right? So, I don't know. Black men being ain't shit and black women basically are like, yeah, I don't really care. (laughs) Or I ain't trying to help you. This ain't our fight. You know, it's it's that type of shit, right? And if you're not familiar with the Christian Obumselli story, black Twitter side eyes killing of Christian Obumselli by white girl after his scathing tweets about black women resurfaced. So last week, police officers arrested Courtney Tra- Courtney Taylor. It looked like trailer, <laughs> an Instagram influencer, after she was accused of fatally stabbing her boyfriend, black boyfriend, you know, Nigerian boyfriend, Christian Obumselli, um, inside his Miami apartment. After news of the crime, social media users started recovering old posts from Obumselli's Twitter account. That allegedly slanders black women and outlines his fetish for white women. <laughs> I know if you if you listen to right that you like, ah, I don't feel that bad. Well, yeah, you shouldn't. I, was, I don't know. I don't, I'm not telling you what you should or shouldn't feel. I'm just saying that this nigga did not like black women, and black women are like, <laughs> you know. And I'm like, <laughs> with them. So, <laughs> but. I'm just awful, just a terrible person. Um, but <laughs> many on Twitter took notice and quickly distanced themselves from rallying behind Umbumselli after his brother asked for the community, quote unquote, help in seeking justice for Umbumselli's death. Umbumselli's brother Jeffrey put out a statement referencing the old tweets his brother supposedly sent out as a teenager. But here's the thing: <clears throat> when a nigga, um. Says shit is a teenager. That's one thing. And it's really, really, really fucked up. But what's even more fucked up is he actually lived up to what he tweeted. Oh, and by the way, there's recent tweets that this nigga had that still demean black women. So I'm sorry. Um, there's really not a, a way to defend that. Um, Jeffrey Obumselli took to his Instagram account to respond and acknowledge what he refers to as ignorant and repulsive social media posts his brother Christian wrote in the past. Instead, he wants people, especially law enforcement officials, to concentrate on the alibi Taylor has given for what took place last night, resulting in her brother's death or his brother's death. He said a thorough investigation is needed to obtain justice for his dead sibling. And black women are still like, eh, you good. It's been a week since my brother was brutally and senselessly killed. Courtney Taylor, sick, clinically, 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 callous actions have not been met with an ounce of remorse. 
We've seen videos of Courtney kissing her dogs while covered in what we believe to be my brother's blood and casually getting drinks at a hotel bar days later while my brother lays in the morgue. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> so he stated that his brother's girlfriend um, is being treated differently because she's a wealthy white woman. I mean, you're right. Um, because she's a wealthy white woman. And Jeffrey said his brother reportedly had no weapon. No weapon. <laughs> and so he could... Uh, okay, and so how could Taylor be in imminent danger? Taylor hasn't explained exactly what happened leading to his brother's murder. He says he and his family wants justice for his brother. <clears throat> Excuse me. He sends his statement with, my family needs your support. We cannot do this without community. Hey, nigga. You on your own, bro. <laughs> Black community has responded back, and they're like, you on your own, bro. I mean, there's so much, so many layers to unpack here, right? Because there's a lot of ashy dick niggas in, in, on Twitter, on the, on the Twitter-verse, Twitter, on the Twitters, right? There are two types of niggas, and... One is a majority and one is a very, very small minority. Here's the difference in um, the type of niggas that are like have strong disapproval for like, I don't know, Christian Newman Sally's tweets and the fact that people are trying to pull back on like this whole justice initiative that is actually brought out by his brother. Because I'm like, this nigga didn't really like black women like that. Right. This nigga just is talking all the shit. He's like, black bitch, you black, black bitch black bitch you black and a black bitch like it is is literally that in tweet form like all day long and <clears throat> the funny part is um <laughs> the funny part is the ashy dick niggas that's on twitter that typically talk shit about black women they're getting black they're getting mad at black women for saying that hey this is not our fight because this nigga just Threw around his complete distaste for black women constantly over and over again. Like, they're like, sis, this ain't our fight. And <laughs> them niggas is like, what? <laughs> I'm like, hey, nigga, that should not even be your fight. But y'all, them same niggas that rather would date a white woman that will literally be black adjacent and kill your ass. Because y'all always come in with the intention of being like, oh, yeah, she gon' she, you know, they're more subservient and shit like that. I keep doing that shit. OK, I keep thinking that people of certain, which is very racist, honestly, people of certain races are more subservient than others or take more shit than others. And y'all want the same features from a white woman that's almost like a black woman. And I'm like, Prayers to the family. <laughs> Just prayers to the family. The family seems like nice folks, but it seems like they just let this nigga keep talking and saying crazy shit. And it ended up costing his whole ass life because a white woman that truly didn't give a fuck about his ass and just wanted his money ended up coming into the picture. That That is exactly what that shit looks like. Homegirl is partying. Okay. Homegirl was seen at a bar having fun chilling right and they're like man what are you doing out in public like this having fun like like ain't shit happen 
you know, I remember seeing a clip from like, I watched the video, I watched many videos on this shit, but there was one video that had a clip from like, I don't know, was it No Jumper? I hate No Jumper, by the way, but um, it was a clip from that podcast, and it was literally her saying like, yeah, you can't date me if you don't have no money, and I'm only here for the money. And it's, it's literally all types of shit that made it sound like she was just there for the money. That was it. And she has an OnlyFans, and she's making, like, a shit ton of money off of that, right? But, yeah, people thinking that this shit was self-defense on her part, nah, bruh. That bitch crazy. Okay. Y'all be thinking that... <laughs> People be talking about expanding her their horizons and dating other races. But let's be honest, everybody's crazy. It doesn't really matter what your race is. <laughs> You're all equally crazy. Um y'all keep thinking that people, you know, people pe- oh well, do white people do this though, the black people don't do that shit. Don't be putting people in the boxes and shit. You'll end up chopped up. I'm just saying, like, hey man, prayers to the family. Like Sheesh, this is gruesome. Like, it's, it's awful, right? It's one of those weird situations where you're like, oh, black man died, damn, at the hands of a white person. Shit, it's fucked up. But then again, this is a person that had complete and utter disdain for black women. And black women don't really feel that bad about it. And I don't even really blame them at all, like, at all. And I'm, I'm sitting here like, yeah, it's not really... Nah, not much to see here. Let's move on. <laughs> like, that's literally, like, how you would end up looking at it. you like, yeah, I ain't really all in this, like, everybody else was going to say. And the black woman was like, yeah, we're going to bow out gracefully on this entire situation. So, um, <laughs> we bike. And, um, it, it's about time. It's about time to move on to another article that has... Been very recent because these other two have not been as recent. It's time to get recent, y'all. Keish Cole, man. Let's talk about Keish Cole. <laughs> Courtesy of the root. Keish Cole. Mm-mm-mm. The way it is. <laughs> it is the way it is, right? Oh, man. Antonio Brown does Keisha Cole dirty. Breaks up with her on Instagram Live. Yeah, you heard correctly. Instagram Live. Keisha Cole performs during R&B Super Jam Ladies Night at Barclays. Oh, that's the pictures. Damn. Fuck. Y'all be writing the shit weird. I <laughs> write the shit all fucked up. The whirlwind romance between Grammy-nominated singer Keisha Cole and former Tampa Bay Buccaneers wide receiver Antonio Brown is over. I'm not exactly sure what she saw in Brown, but that's neither here nor there. After just a month of dating, Brown dumped Cole live on Instagram Tuesday. Yeah, this nigga literally is like overlooking like some water, and he's telling he's like, "We don't want Keisha Cole." I was like, "What? <laughs> huh? What?" <laughs> Ah, in April, Cole and Brown were romantically linked after they collaborated on the song Don't Leave for his album Paradigm. First of all, what the hell would you be doing on an Antonio Brown album? And secondly, I guess Keish Cole doesn't really have any options these days. I don't know. Shit. (laughs) Brown then shared a video on Instagram that apparently revealed Cole's lower back tattoo with the initials A.B. Yeah, that's right. She got a tattoo for this nigga. A nigga that didn't even want her ass. <laughs> oh, my God. 
Alright man The caption read You ain't pimping until you hit R&B diva What? Let me read that again You ain't pimping until you hit an R&B diva Free agent Hashtag free agent Hashtag keep pimping It was only a matter of time Before the songstress saw Brown's post And became upset It was a little harsh She said in the Instagram live With a friend stylist EJ King Maybe he doesn't know that it was a little harsh for him to say that. Even me speaking to him, he was like, do you want me to change the caption? And I was like, no, I don't want you to change the caption. What the fuck? This nigga's so detached from life. This nigga's so odd, so weird, and never, ever going to be on a level where people understand his ass. Because, like, it's Antonio Brown. Like, nobody understands what the fuck this nigga doing. Nobody fucking knows, bro. This dude is... Oh, my God. Keisha, why the fuck did you do that? I'm sorry. Keisha ain't really known for making the best decisions. You know. Um, rest in peace, Frankie, by the way. Um, any, but anyway, um, like, bro, like, you be looking like at, at this shit. You look at the tattoo. You're like, this bitch. <laughs> She don't ever get it right. <laughs> she don't. It's like when you listen to her songs, it just sounds like always failure. It, it just sounds like failure and always picking the wrong nigga. And, and she did it again, ladies and gentlemen. She did it again. The wrong niggas. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. I'm, I'm just looking at this shit and I'm just like. You chose Antonio Brown. He was just going to give you some dick and leave. He was just going to give you dick. That's it. And he was going to leave. He don't want no commitment. You literally got tattoo stating commitment. <laughs> don't ever get a damn tattoo. <laughs> don't get a tattoo. Don't get a snafu. Don't get to grab you on the foo-foo. Poo poo, who knew? You, you, bitch. <laughs> oh, that tattoo. That's that's there. That's inked in. You ain't you ain't ever gonna get that off. Uh, you, you removal. <laughs> that bitch hurt more than the tattoo. You, removal. <laughs> All right. It's your prerogative, Bobby Brown. <laughs> Shit. This is some raggedy shit. All right, but um, on that note, let's take a break. We'll be right back. <laughs> you hate on a nigga. I don't why? understand why you hate on me, nigga. We don't understand. Show love, nigga. It don't uh, show nothing. It don't cost nothing to show a nigga love, nigga. I was doing nigga. this game, money. Show a nigga some love, nigga. Wabbledy-dabbledy. Niggas out here don't love me, nigga. Down. Push these niggas off me like who? Push these bitches off me like who? Push these niggas off me like who? Pushing the snakes, I'm pushing the fakes, I'm pushing them all off me like who? Pushing them all off me like who? Yeah. And we back, Nick Tuplets. Um, so, <laughs> yo, it's a whole new day. I took a break, right? And I started recording the second part of this episode. And all of a sudden, Shit was just completely, <laughs> just like, shit hit the fan, okay? My power went out. My phone was going to die. The computer was going to die because it won't no power going to it. I wasn't charging it at the time. I was like, I'm going to get this episode done real quick. 
Look at this shit. <laughs> I'm in the next day now. <laughs> so <laughs> you won't be able to tell the difference, but I am in a new day right now. Um, but let's get back over to the topics, right? Let's talk about them niggas getting that Rico, <laughs> Rico coming. Rico coming. Rico coming. Rico coming. Rico coming. Rico coming. <laughs> so Rico got their ass. Um, and if you really want to know who Rico is, well, let's talk about it. Let's do it. Because Rico got these two niggas that... A very prominent in the streets, but also very prominent in the industry. You know, former prosecutor weighs in on Rico charges against Young Thug, Gunner, and YSL crew. So this is this is straight from Fox Five Atlanta. You know, straight from the source. <laughs> Rico charges have been filed and arrests made in a widespread racketeering case that names Atlanta rappers Young Thug, also known as Jeffrey Williams, and Gunner, also known as Sergio Kitchens, that name always, it's nicknamed Sergio Kitchens, I don't know, that, that name does something to me for some reason, that shit is hilarious, <laughs> oh, in addition, the 26 other members of their group, YSL, there are many people looking at life under this indictment, Fulton County uh, District Attorney Fonnie Willis said during a news conference Tuesday, let me repeat that, there are many who are looking at life, life, life in prison. These niggas is not getting out. Like y'all thought these niggas was gonna be looking at a, a schmoo. Like maybe you gonna get four five years. You know they gonna be like free thugger and and, and free gunner. And now nah, nigga they gone. <laughs> it's like a Max B type of situation. You know, them niggas ain't getting out at all, bro. <laughs> them niggas is gone. It's like a, like, it's literally like a C-murder type of situation. These niggas is not going nowhere, bro. <laughs> like, do I have to explain Rico to you? Rico, when Rico coming, Rico don't miss. Because Rico got the, Rico got all the receipts from a year, at least a year's worth of receipts, right? Rico be having them receipts. Rico don't really give a fuck about if you were involved a little bit or a lot. Rico like, hey, nigga, we got your ass. That that's Rico. Okay. Rico like, hey, okay, we got your ass. <laughs> it's like let me let me okay. So if you don't know what Rico is, the Rico Act, we could talk about the Rico Act. So I'm Googling it. Rico Act for dummies. So the Racketeer Influence and Corrupt Organizations Act RICO of 1976 to strengthen the legal tools in evidence gathering by establishing a new penal pro new penal prohibitions and providing enhanced sanctions and new remedies for dealing with the unlawful activities of those engaged in organized crime. <laughs> Murder. RICO defines racketeering in an extremely broad manner and includes many offenses that do not ordinarily violate federal statutes, such as any act or threat involving murder, kidnapping, gambling, arson, robbery, bribery, extortion, or dealing in narcotic or other dangerous drugs. Prison. Being convicted of a RICO violation can bring a long prison sentence, according to Justia. It can have a powerful financial hit, too, because victims of a RICO violation can bring civil suits against participants. If such a suit is successful, the plaintiff can win three times the damage incurred. Nigga, the Rico, Rico, Rico be coming for niggas. Rico come for niggas in different ways. 
Rico said, hey, fuck your pockets. Fuck your freedom. Rico be coming. And you can't do shit. It's like, oh, it's the Omar of like, <laughs> it is the Omar of real life. <laughs> okay. You play that game of spades, nigga, you will never get to renege. Because by the time you go, renege, you, you, they got your ass. You are not getting out of that fucking cage. And I'm looking at this mugshot of these two niggas. And they look like, whoop, you got my ass. But the funny thing is, you know, and when I mean funny, I don't mean ha-ha funny. I mean, like, the wild thing about it is, you know, there are a lot of rappers who be saying that they do shit. And they don't either. They either don't do that shit anymore, or they just don't do that shit at all. Because some of them niggas grew up in the fucking suburbs, and they ain't really about that life. These niggas were about that life, okay. And these niggas was doing shit before they were rapping, okay. Like, think about this. Both of them rappers, okay, like have been very successful. In the industry So they have a toe Not even a toe They got a whole foot In the industry But Starting off before that They had both feet In that In that organized crime shit So they were still in the streets You know So he had one foot in the streets And one foot In Honestly The industry Right But These rappers name. Think about the rappers names Right Young Thug Gunna I mean, you know, it, what can I say? <laughs> what can I say? You know, typically, if they convict you on RICO charges, they have so much evidence that they can build, a, like, a very elaborate case against your ass. And it's like, nigga, there is no such thing as you're not going to jail. No, you are going to jail for a long time. There is no doubt about it. And really, it's, it's probably a lawyer's worst nightmare because that type of shit is so fucking heavy and padded like 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 a kamikaze ass room and shit. Not kamikaze. Just like a room. Padded room, nigga. Crazy shit. Um, but yeah, I mean, what you gonna do now, nigga? <laughs> what you go do now, nigga? You know? Rico got your ass. And Rico said, fuck y'all niggas. Got receipts. I got your name. I got your number. I got I know what you did many summers ago. <laughs> I know what you did last summer, and I know what you did the summer before that, and I know what you did the summer before that, and I know what you did. <laughs> like, it's literally how this shit is gonna whoop them niggas' asses, and it's 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 crazy because you know we hearing gonna just release an album, right? You know, I'm I'm literally like playing P Power, pushing P, you know, all that shit. You know, pushing P is pushing prison right now. Like, <laughs> I'm sorry, nigga. I'm, it's it's over. It's over. It's over. Like, Thugger, th- Thugger is. They're going to be like free thugger, but not free gunner. You know? <laughs> oh, nigga. This is crazy, man. Um, but, yeah. I mean, y'all don't be knowing what these niggas be doing. These niggas really be doing some shit sometimes. These niggas really, really doing some shit. Like, they were running a racket. <laughs> they were doing all the shit that you see in them gangster movies. But nigga fired. And, <laughs> hey. Hey. They got their ass. Bye bye, <laughs> for real. Hey, that shit catch up to you. Even if you think that that your past don't catch up to you. them niggas got a pass. <laughs> it ain't a hall pass. It's a past. But um, <clears throat> let's talk about Freddie Gibbs and Benny the Butcher because this shit is just so stupid. It it frustrates me because I'm like, 
Y'all niggas was cool. Y'all niggas was not about some street shit. But th- these niggas just had to be niggas. They th- it had to be niggas about it, right? So, video appears to show Freddie Gibbs getting into altercation with a group of people in Buffalo. Video has surfaced of Freddie Gibbs' alleged involvement over a fight in the weekend in Buffalo. So, Freddie Gibbs, th- I, I see this video and niggas is swarming this nigga. Like, it looked like... It's just like his bodyguards ain't helping that. Like it's just niggas that swarmed him and and shit. They're like nigga, we bust a cap in your ass and <sighs> man. Reported by No Jumper. I don't really like this guy, but I mean he's a source, right? Freddie Gibbs reportedly jumped by Benny the Butcher's goons in Buffalo, New York. This is why I was scared of Buffalo and I locked my doors the whole time I was there. <laughs> I locked my doors. TMZ also confirmed footage which was taken by a bystander at Dinosaur Barbecue in Buffalo, where Gibbs was in town for his Space Rabbit tour with support from Zach Fox, Mike, all in capital letters, and Red Veil. In the clip, a man who wears, or a man who appears to be Gibbs is seemingly fighting his way out of a group of people. The men jump on him, but he eventually manages to get out. So, a tweet that has gone viral revealed an unconfirmed report that Gibbs was stolen or his chain was stolen. So he got his chain snatched during the altercation. You know, he got that big rabbit chain and shit that's doing the, like the, the, uh, vice Lord, uh, symbol and shit. Um, Gibbs's girlfriend debunked that rumor with a video of him purchasing new jewelry on Monday. By the way, his girlfriend, Just think of Amber Rose. I mean, that's all you got. It's That's what his girlfriend's like. But produce the stolen jewelry, Gibbs says. Produce the stolen rabbit. Produce the stolen jewelry that, got, that you got, nigga. Because that nigga, that nigga will say that shit. I think it's this nigga saying it right here. Our stolen jewelry. Produce the stolen jewelry. And I'm here buying new shit. With my baby mama child support money. You see it, bitch? Monday, May 16th. <laughs> the jewelry is here. Produce the stolen jewelry. rabbit. Produce the stolen Produce rabbit. the stolen jewelry that you say that you got, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> Produce the stolen jewelry you say you got, nigga. <laughs> that shit. <laughs> All that shit is great. Oh, man. All that and y'all still ain't get his change. This is his girlfriend saying that. All that and you still ain't got his change. She, she, I guess she a rider, huh? A lot of girls believe after seeing that shit. People have connected the attack on Gibbs to Benny the Butcher, who he has beef with, which is crazy because that nigga used to be like on like every album that each other had. Like they want each other's albums at least in the past three to four years. Okay, people have connected the attack on Gibbs to Benny the Butcher, who he has beef with. However, it hasn't been confirmed if people in the clip were actually associated with Butcher. Yeah, I mean, but it's Buffalo, and, you know, this shit's recent, and, I mean, you can connect the dots. <laughs> dot, 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 nigga. <laughs> that shit is so fucking close. Like, I'm like, well, if it's not, they miss a really good chance of being uh, <laughs> his goons. Um, So, let's get to some positive, like, shit, because nigga shit and hood shit have all been, at least, <laughs> talking about... <laughs> In this episode, man, uh, some positive finally. So, Abby Kamara is named Off White's new director. So, courtesy of Days Digital, 
Um, it's been six months since the untimely passing of Virgil Abloh, um, who died from a rare form of heart cancer. Heart cancer. I didn't know he had heart cancer. That's really, that's rare. Um, on November 28th. <clears throat> since then, fashion nerds have prophesied, yeah, prophesied, nope, prophesied on who might, I was like, what the fuck? Never seen that written that way. On who might or rather could succeed the designer at Off-White and Louis Vuitton. Given his expansive and culture-shifting output, that is, however, until today, when dazed editor-in-chief Abi Kamara was announced as the new art and image director of Off-White. In essence, this means Kamara will steer the creative direction of the brand, which the late designer founded in 2012. Over the past few years, Kamara and Abloh forged close horizons, first interacting via Instagram DM before working together on blockbuster fashion shows and advertising campaigns. Neither Kamara nor Abloh come from a design background, but in the wake of Off-White's tribute show this February, David Gigolo? Giglio, <laughs> the Giglio, <laughs> co-founder of the label's parent company, New Guards Group, detailed plans to fill the role with a collaborative platoon, a fact that was confirmed by the brand today. <clears throat> wow. Um, that's awesome. Um, it's funny because if there was anybody who should have joined Off-White, it was Ibi Kamara because Ibi Kamara literally worked with Virgil and he's also black. <laughs> he's also black. That I feel is the perfect way to at least because he worked with Virgil. So he knows how Virgil thinks. He knows how Virgil would do things. He knows the way, at least the direction that Off-White could go into, right? So I think these off-white drops, you know, are still going to be awesome. And and honestly, the hype is going to be there because of Virgil, right? But I have some things that I want to say about Virgil on top of this because it happened a while ago. And I was going to make a bonus episode about it a while ago. But I just never got around to recording anything for a while. Um, But, yeah, I be Kamara's perfect. He's, he's great. It's awesome to hear that. But when it came down to... Um, like identifying what Virgil really was. I hated that. Honestly, an award show that must not be named at this point. Hell, I have a fucking article of it. You know, um, I do. I have an article from People Magazine. Fuck it, I'm re- I'm gonna read it right now. So 2022 Grammys criticized after referring to the late hip hop or the, the, the late the late Virgil Abloh as hip hop fashion designer. Yeah. So I'm not going to read this article. I'm just going to read that headline. Here's how I feel about that. Hip hop fashion designer. No. That puts Virgil that put Virgil in a box. Virgil was way more than that. He moved the culture. He moved the culture. But since he's a black designer who literally, 
you know, with design for Off White and was the creative director of Louis Vuitton. You didn't say that. I don't know. You didn't say that Mark Jacobs was a hip hop fashion designer at the time when he was creative director. You didn't say that shit. You never said that shit. But he just so happens to be black. You say, oh, yeah, hip hop, hip hop fashion designer. Yeah. Because mm-hmm, he's, you know, he's friends with Kanye. No, no. He was creative director of Louis Vuitton. Like one of the biggest luxury brands in the world. And you still want to call the black creative director of Louis Vuitton a hip hop fashion designer. That's when you're ignorant. That's when you put people into a box because you're like, oh, yeah, he's black. So we're going to put that label on him. Let me tell you something. Louis Vuitton had a statue, a statue of Virgil. When he passed. A statue. That is how much Virgil meant to Louis Vuitton. How great. How great his vision was. Even after his death, we're still looking at like the the, the Air Force Ones that dropped collaborating with Nike. Right? The Air Force Ones that were part of his design. Which is crazy because it's like... He took shit that we knew about in the hood, like, you know, the Stockyard slash Flea Market Special, right? Like, that shit was going to be fake back then, right? But this shit, this shit right here, he made it high fashion and luxury because he has, a, he literally was creative director of Louis Vuitton. So he took what people used to rag on and say was fake. All oh, y'all hood niggas got that shit. That's not real. He made it real. Air Force Ones, Louis Vuitton, off-white. <laughs> it's crazy. These shoes went with like a, I think like Sotheby's auctions and shit. The shit was like, some 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 shoes were going for six figures. Six figures. It's $350,000, you know, for a pair of shoes. Actually, uh, I just watched DNA show and they actually unboxed the entire shoe, right? And to me, it's like, bruh, what this dude did. Like, that was his last, I think that was his last actual drop. That shit was beautiful. It comes in a bag that's like $30,000, wrapped in nothing but leather. Like, high, beautiful class, like, high class leather. And y'all still want to call him a hip-hop fashion designer because he just so happens to be black. No, he evolved way beyond that, okay? Like, don't put a label on that, man. Call him fashion icon, fashion designer because he's that's what he was. That's what he was. Ignorant-ass people. All right, so on that note, <laughs> because basically I did like a mini episode in here. Um I'm going to be closing out the show with one last great black business. So, um let's go to All Seasoning Co, right? <laughs> All Seasoning A L L Seasoning, right? It's 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 abbreviated or is at least kind of like, you know, <laughs> A dot L dot L dot seasoning. So um let's let's go to um the about page here. 
uh, for all seasoning. So my story, creator, Hepston H. Henry II. My mother is from St. Croix and my father is from Jamaica. Growing up, one of my fondest memories was the house booming with soca. Oh, yes. Soca and reggae. <laughs> yes. Oh, man. Um, while my mother and I whipped up several herbs and spices into a unique blend for our Caribbean dishes. My father and I would listen or would use this blend to season the food with the grill or the food, the food for the grill. As we sat on the patio, the silence was broken up by intermittent laughs, him sipping his beer, and guidance of how to man the grill. And life in general. I have kept these memories and all my family's secret blend of spices with me all these years. <laughs> it's still like A dot, L dot, L dot. <laughs> and incorporated it into my own cooking. I watch close friends enjoy my cooking and my family recipe. And now I would like to share it with you all. A L L A dot L dot L dot. <laughs> I like the way he spells that. Some of the strongest values of my family were God, love, loyalty, hard work, and willingness to help. These values I exhibit in all aspects of my life. I take pride in the product I'm sharing with you, and I hope you enjoy. A little bit of my culture in every bite you take. Ingredients. He actually gave us ingredients. Ingredients. Pink Himalayan salt. Black pepper. Cayenne. Garlic. Onion. Herbs. Spices. Contains no MSG additives or preservatives. He had to keep it a little secret. He was like, herbs, spices, I ain't going to tell y'all what they are. But um, dedicated to the life and legacy of Anita M. Best. All the best in Jesus' name. Wow. So that's a black owned business that's local to here. And um, I've tried to season it. Um, it is amazing. Okay. It, 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 it just adds a pop to everything. It, it is so good. Oh my gosh. Like, please, um, please go to all seasoning 20.com for more info to learn more about this man's story. We met him when we were at the black farmer's market and we bought some of his seasonings and I just think it is some of the best seasoning I've ever gotten. Right. So, you know, um, <laughs> when we talked to him, um, there was a Goya seasoning that was similar to what he replaced. Right. And, you know, we was like, we were trying to find alternatives to Goya cause we found out that Goya was a fucking, you know, the head of Goya's fucking Trump supporter. So what we would do is, hey, what, like, is this similar to that Goya season? He's like, yeah, 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 yeah. I got you. Yeah, we, I, I started making the the whole recipe right when um, you know, I found out about that Goya thing, and I was like, this dude is on it. So uh, please support all seasoning. You know, um, if you are local to the area, or go to the website and you can learn more. Even if you're not local to the area, um, support black businesses. And as always, thank you. Okay, guys, let's find out which coffee I am. I've never really considered Americana. Dude, America, that little bit of chicken fried. Kill a bear on a Friday night. A parrot seems to fit just right, dude. Let's go. And now, folks, it's time to say goodnight. We sincerely appreciate your patronage and hope we've succeeded in bringing you an enjoyable evening of entertainment.
Please drive home carefully and come back again soon. Good night. Buenas noches.